adding this lesson as one of the first lessons of this course because it is important. For some of us, thinking like a developer is obvious. It's natural because it's our lifestyle. Yet, this way of living is not obvious for everyone else. So here in this lesson, I'll try to outline a few common traits that can help you become a better developer. If you forget anything that I'm about to talk, just keep these two things in mind. First and foremost, being a good developer requires curiosity. Be curious and question everything and take nothing for granted. And secondly, don't trust anything you see without reliable evidence and measurements to support it. Don't trust your intuition, don't trust your gut, trust in evidence, trust in measurements. You may wonder why. Your gut feeling actually is an excellent resource. When for instance a mountain lion or a bear is chasing you and you need to survive for your life, then you can trust your gut feeling. But it's a terrible, terrible advisor when it comes to describing why something happens the way it happens. And your gut is even worse when you are specifically seeking for the correct solution of a complicated problem. So don't trust it. Without exception, all the great developers that I have met so far have made curiosity, trusting in evidence and questioning everything as their lifestyle. I mean, not only do they question everything in the kitchen sink when they read and write code, but also they question even the simplest things they do, learn and see in their day-to-day -day activities. So they question everything around them, they even question their questions. Whether it's the right question to ask, can that question be asked differently, is the question viable, are they committing any logical fallacies when forming the question, and things like that. Make curiosity your lifestyle and trust in evidence and constantly question everything you learn and everything you see. So is curiosity good enough to be a developer? Well, not quite. Along with curiosity, you will need a great deal of patience too. Being patient and not giving up easily and not losing focus can be other traits that will help you think like a great developer. You may wonder why? Because there will be times that you spend days, even weeks to solve a particular problem without observing any visible progress in it. So there will be times you will literally want to throw your laptop out of the window. And I mean literal in a literal sense here. Sometimes, especially when you are just starting out, you'll spend hours trying to figure out why hell breaks loose in the code you write and nothing is working as expected only to realize that you have mistyped a word, did a punctuation wrong, or missed a semicolon, or something like that. And not surprisingly, this process is exhausting, and without a healthy dose of obstinacy, stubbornness, and determination, it's really hard to pass through it. Though you'll realize that in time all the hard work will pay off and you'll get better and faster sooner than you think. So I'm not telling all this to frighten you. In contrast, I'm trying to tell this to describe how this being a developer process has felt like to most of us. I mean, nobody is born a developer, you know. Every great developer you see around has learned what she knows the hard way. And it takes a great deal of time, trust me. 
We all did this the hard way because there is no magic pill to learning JavaScript fast or learning any programming language fast for that matter. We are not living in the matrix, you know. So learning to code is similar to learning to speak a foreign language. It takes time. It takes devotion. And it takes dedication. And similar to learning to speak a new language, the more languages you know, the easier it will be to learn your next language. So what I mean is don't just learn JavaScript and be done with it. Widen and broaden your spectrum. This developer mindset that I tried to outline so far also requires you to keep calm, remain calm, break your problems into smaller pieces and solve the problem or solve the puzzle one piece at a time until you methodically go through entire code and figure out and construct a solution. So while you learn a specific programming language and JavaScript is no exception to that, you will both learn to abstract and generalize, look at the large system as a big black box as a whole. And you'll also learn to drill down and specialize and investigate the individual components that make up the system as a whole. And no question, you'll see lots of examples to that in this course. This approach requires a great focus and it's not something you'll gain overnight. So you need to be patient again, and if you are not there yet, rest assured, you'll get there. And there is a good side to all this challenge and mind-melding and focusing and struggling kind of a lifestyle as well. And that's the moment that you see that your code does come together and behave the way that you want it to behave. It's such a joy that you have to live it to experience it. It's worth all the pain you went through and it's what makes you love programming. At least it's one of the things that makes me love programming for myself. This next part is for the more experienced among us. And I think it's worth mentioning a common trap. As a developer, your goal is to create something cool and useful. Your code, which you write, is just a side effect of what you produce. What matters is not your code. What matters is the thing that you create with your code. It's what's important. Trust me when I say that code is nothing. It took a long time for me to let the idea sink in, but it is. So let me repeat it again. Code is nothing. What you produce and what people do with the thing that you produce is everything. Code is just a way to do it. So focus on what to do, not how to do it. So don't boast about how clean your code is, or how efficient it is, or how fast it is. Those are all good things, but they are just a tiny part of the picture. Because solving actual problems and appearing to solve problems are two diagonally different things. So challenge yourself to use the tools at your disposal to create the most amazing, the most useful thing that you can think of. And keep in mind that code is just a means. It's not the end of the road. So treat it that way. One final thing before I conclude this lesson, regardless of where you are in this journey, everyone needs help. So when you need help, reach out to others. When learning programming, one of the biggest mistakes that you will ever do will be to wait too long to ask for questions. So ask for help, 
ask questions, ask good questions. Yes, try to do things by yourself, that's good, healthy even. But when you feel stuck, just remember that there is a whole community of developers around you ready to help you when you show that you did your homework and still in need of help. So reach out and ask for it. Also, you'll be amazed that simply going into the process of asking a question or formalizing a question can be just enough to help you find a solution. This is a huge industry that we are helping one another. And if you are inside it, you know it. If you are not inside it, you might be shying away. But don't be afraid. Join communities, ask questions, join meetups, join developer groups attend to conferences and tech talks and stuff like that. And if you are looking for developer communities related to JavaScript and frontend to join and collaborate, just check out the lesson notes on this lessons page. And I'm sure you'll find a place or two to join and start up. So regardless of where you are in the journey of programming, join a community of like-minded learners because programming is not a path that you can walk alone. Well, that's all I can think about how to think like a developer. And I want to end this lesson with one other big caveat. Developers are, well, we are humans. So I'm sure that there are exceptions to what I have covered so far, and I don't think it's the only way to go to where you are targeting to go, but it's one of the best ways that you can get there. Everybody has a different way of learning. Everybody has a different way of becoming better. But at least I hope I was able to give a general feeling of how the life of a developer looks like. And that's all there is for this lesson. Hope it was useful and see you in the next one.